Hello and welcome to the Minnesota Family Law Podcast, Mother's Day edition. This is the podcast by, with, for, and about family law professionals, and today, especially mothers. My name is Tom Tuft, and I'm a family law attorney and ADR provider at the law firm of Tuft, Locke, Jerebek, and O'Connell. My guest today is a family law attorney and qualified neutral. She attended undergrad at John Hopkins University, where she graduated with Phi Beta Kappa honors. She also attended the University of Minnesota Law School, so she's clearly wicked smart. She has been a law clerk, part of a small firm, and is now a solo practitioner. She has served as a liaison for the Minnesota Women Lawyers to the Minnesota State Bar Association. She does pro bono work, and she is also fluent in Spanish. I am so pleased to welcome Margot Sefker. Now that's Sefker. Say it with me, Sefker, not Sofker or Soefker. She is one of the few of our colleagues who has to have a phonetic spelling on her website. Margot has a passion for her work, but that is exceeded by her passion for her family. This podcast was supposed to be about work-life balance, but as you'll hear, it quickly became about the fun things she is trying to do for her children to give them some sense of normalcy in these incredibly abnormal times. She asked me to give a special greeting to 11-year-old George and 8-year-old Evelyn. Margot, I really appreciate you joining us for the podcast today. Thank you for having me on, Tom. I appreciate that you are are offering these podcasts. They've been very helpful to listen to. Well, thank you. Um, one thing um, I want to talk to you about is uh, things around work-life balance. I mean, I know you're a lawyer and a wife and a mother and not necessarily that priority order, but um, there's a lot coming at you, plus dealing with all of this in the pandemic. So I want, I'm just curious about how you're handling it. Sure. So... I don't want to list off a lot of the things that I'm not able to do that I was able to do before. Uh, Obviously, there are things that I could do for work-life balance that are not available right now, and I'm not sure when they will be available. But I have found some ways to still do some of the things that I was doing only in a different platform. So one thing that I've been doing since law school is I get together with four of my law school friends on a monthly basis. And we alternate who schedules that. And uh, one of my friends is also in family law. Two of my friends um, are at big firms. And uh, another friend also runs her own small practice. So it's been a nice balance to always talk to each other over the years and talk about work-life balance. So what we've done is we've transitioned to actually a weekly Zoom meeting. And we, not meeting, (laughs) Zoom uh, get together. And so we talk once a week on Saturday night. And that's been a helpful way to stay connected and have a little bit of a downtime on Saturdays when there are not a lot of options to do things. Mm-hmm. Another thing I've done is I'm, I'm very close with uh, the folks that I live around in my neighborhood. And it's been a little odd not seeing them as much because we're not out and about and we're not getting together. So I have started getting together now that the weather is nicer um, in our driveways and sitting at least six feet apart and just talking or getting together for about, you know, beverage at the end of the workday. And it's given I'm an extrovert, it's been nice to at least have a little bit of distance human contact and uh, get some fresh air at the end of a workday. And then another thing is I've been, we've been doing family movie nights. And so one thing that's been, um, 
unique is that usually every weeknight and weekends we're running two activities. So we usually have uh, sporting events and we usually have gymnastics and school events and tournaments. And I would say this is the first time in years that we have weeknights and weekends available with our kids. So it that has been actually kind of nice to spend some downtime with the kids and get to talk to them about their day and see their online work projects. And we've watched the, the you know, the release of the Trolls movie and the Onward movie and then some old classics. Uh, we, we have Disney Plus and we've seen Rudy and Glory Road and the Big Green. And, and the kids seem to like when we plan these family movie nights and try to make a big deal about it. So those are some things that we've tried to do to make it a little bit fun, uh, even though we're homebound. Yeah. So those are just some things. Yeah, you know, I we actually sat, my, my, my two adult um, but college-age children, uh, we sat around the fire, my wife and I, and, and the, so the four of us have not sat around our fire, play, or our fire pit in I don't know how long, and um, on a Friday night <laughs> to have everyone home um, to sit around the fire was really uh, a uniquely pleasant experience, so... Yes. Yeah. And we, um, we went on a family bike ride and I think I haven't used my bike in about two years. Uh, but we can now find time to do things like that on weekends because we're not going to soccer tournaments all day long. I've been taking my dog for much longer walks and he's now very needy. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, I went and bought, you know, we got some curbside um pickup of of adirondack chairs and i've been thinking of getting um it's been popular in my neighborhood everyone's getting these solo stoves for um easy mm-hmm. easy fire easy fire pit um gatherings but i've definitely been been much more thoughtful about what can i do to um enjoy being outside or enjoy doing things with a family that are that are simple that we don't have to go somewhere to do because we have this time available and we don't always want to be cooped up in the house watching shows on our many streaming channels uh, that gets you know that gets old yeah i uh, am actually uh, dusting off my rollerblades today that i probably haven't put mm-hmm. on um for i don't know at least five years if not more so let's see how that goes mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah and my um my kids love to, um, they have scooters and my son's about to have a birthday. And so he's getting an electric scooter. And so, um, he's very excited about that. And we're, we're not far from a park. I'm not going to say a playground. It's a, it has a playground, but we, the kids like to go to the park and, and play in the field area. And so we're fortunate to have that because they're, um, getting pretty squirrely, um, as are we with, you know, the lack of normal, daily activities. Um, and then the other thing that I've done with my daughter is we've kind of made up our own spa time. And so, uh, I'd say once every couple of weeks, uh, we've done, you know, home mud masks, um, or home, uh, we had a, we had a girl's day where we watched hidden figures and we, uh, learned about RBG and talked a little bit about women's history. She's very, very into that. She she can't believe the differences in um, 
in the times. And we just spent a day without the boys. Um, so it's been nice to, again, have some opportunities to just make up some special days like that, that uh, we can't go get our nails done together or, um, you know, go, go have an actual little spa day together as a break. So I've just been making them up with her. And, and um, I think that that's quality time and um, our little COVID time. <laughs> so. so how do you structure your work day? I'm, I'm assuming your work is there. You could just take a step yes. into your office versus take our, however you're set up and versus, um, you know, your family's on the other side of a door or right there. I mean, how do you balance that? How do you set, do you set boundaries and how do you do that? So I am actually pretty fortunate. I, um, I office share with another law firm and they are all working from home and I live very close to my office. And I, so I have actually been going into the office because there's no one else there other than my paralegal and we stagger our hours. And I tried working from home and I found that it was very difficult. I'm just the type of person that I need to be like a horse with blinders on. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, and, and my husband's working from home. My kids are here. My dog's here. Um, I do have a home office, which I can use, but I have found that going into work going into my work office and spending a set amount of hours there has been helpful. And I know that not everyone has that availability. So, um, I do still have that option and we keep it clean and wiped down and all of that. Um, and, and I'm not seeing clients there. I'm using remote access. I will say that the, the time component has totally, um, I feel like time is totally blurred right now. Um, losing track of days and mornings and nights and, you know, I'll work later and then I'll stay up later and then I'll get up later. And it doesn't really seem to matter because the kids don't really need a set bedtime anymore. The bus doesn't pick them up at seven 15. I will schedule appointments when I need to schedule them. And so I, I haven't been as disciplined as I normally am in terms of my work hours and our, our overall family hours. I have work. I have a lot of work to do. I just do it whenever because, right. Like we can work on our computers whenever we Mm -hmm. need to, um, you know, I can stop work, go home and, and get back on the laptop after the kids go to bed. Uh, so I will say that that's been a little bit difficult and, and my son, I, I don't know what the topic was, but he had to submit this piece to his school about some, some, some observation he had made about COVID. And I don't th- think it particularly had to, I don't think it pertained to me, but he also made the observation that he was losing track of time and that um, he wished he could figure out a way to be able to get up in the morning and um, be more productive or proactive in the morning. And he thought it would really help the adults too. <laughs> a thoughtful kid yeah and I was like you know if you could, and I wrote to his teacher I'm like if you and my son come up with that yeah. for this time you know some more I guess there's kind of this COVID um sluggishness that you feel right like you have the time but it's sort of like it feels like you have since you have 
time. Um, there's less motivation. Um, I, I don't know. I tend to be more productive when I'm busier. And even though I'm busy right. in terms of the amount of work, I'm less busy in terms of all the other things I normally juggle. So that. I guess that's a long way to say that I am not very, I'm not structuring my time as well as I would like to. I'm just um, trying to just manage through this time and not be too difficult on myself or others, knowing that we're all just, we're all just facing, you know, different challenges. Yeah, I, I think counsel, opposing counsel, people are being a little more kind and thoughtful. And, you know, when I do a mediation, um, you know, people are checking in with each other and people are typically polite, but they're more engaged and interested. Or we have a, you know, telephone conference with the attorneys or something like that. And it's like, how are you doing? How are your kids doing? Um, It's mostly been, um, you know, the bar has been pretty gracious to one another, in my impression thus far. So. I've seen that as well. And I've also, one thing I've done is with, um, with friends and, um, friends, neighbors, family, we've been checking in on each other far more, Mm -hmm. whether that's, you know, a text message or sending a funny meme or sending a video or sending something even that's sad or sending a picture, um, regular phone calls just to make sure everyone's doing okay. Um, you know, I have parents that are, in a, you know, in the high, in a high risk category who I can't see because they're not here. I have a younger brother who's in New York city and that's terrifying. Um, I have, um, you know, I have friends that I really miss and I, and I know that, and I don't know really how everyone's doing right. Like on the outside, everyone or on the outside, meaning on Facebook, everyone (laughs) may, (laughs) may seem like they're doing fine, but you don't really know. And so, I, I've seen a lot, I've done more um, social media type camaraderie mm-hmm. and then also told people, right, by phone or by text message that if they need to talk or if they need anything that truly I, I'm available. Uh, and I've also recognized clients are really Right. They're normally going through a difficult time, but this is an even more difficult time for some right. of them in terms of loneliness. And I've tried to validate that and, and acknowledge that you know, sometimes when they write me a particularly snappy email or uh-huh. irritated email, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, um, I, I don't, you know, I'm on your side and, and I know that this is a really difficult time. Um, is there, you know, is there something you want me to do or say, or just make sure, well, I've been reminding clients about self-care, I guess I would say. Um, I don't know that all of them are taking care of their mental health. Um, right. And so, um, again, that's just another roundabout way of saying, yes, I think that our, that in general, people are being kind to each other, um, but we all need to recognize that this is a tough time and, and not everyone is handling it the same way. Well, Margo, I really appreciate your time and your insights. This has been a really uh, interesting discussion, and I appreciate you being willing to share some, some more personal about how you're how you're managing home and and work life. Um, but look forward to uh, talking to you in the future as we come out of this. Yes, definitely, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate it. And and again, thank you for being on the pulse of all of the family law information for us. It's uh, been helpful to, to, to listen to and to keep up with the updates from the variety of people that you're talking to. Thank you.
Separately, Margot shared with me the story of her children passing by while she was in a Zoom meeting and had to be quiet for a moment as they kind of passed through. Uh, it's funny, uh, while we worry about the challenges of our clients uh, being at home with their children and children overhearing discussions with their attorneys or discussions as part of mediation, um, we have to acknowledge those things are challenges for us. Uh, this this lack of separation is both a blessing and a curse. Uh, I had a ex recent example on Thursday. I was uh, on a, a national CLE uh, panel for Minnesota Lawyers Mutual dis discussing managing a law practice, and my son came in uh, needing an email address. Uh, if In normal times, I would have been at some facility. I would have been uh, at my office, um, but there was not uh, that separation. Uh, so in front of 450 people, I had to quietly slide over an email address. Uh, I've had a cat walk down the piano keys during a Zoom conference, uh, and on more than one occasion, uh, a cat has been trapped in the room with me and uh, had to be let out for fear of further howling uh, until that happened. So my impression is people are dealing with things with, with generally good humor and uh, civility, uh, but obviously want to maintain that professionalism as much as possible. On tomorrow's episode, we will speak with Lisa Calamine, who will share what's going on with her ADR practice and what she's seeing in Anoka County. Tuesday, Jack DeWalt will join me. Jack seems to draw uniquely challenging cases, and I will be interested in hearing what he has to say. Once again, we have come to the end of an episode. So to my family law colleagues, I say thanks for listening, and I look forward to continuing these discussions. Now take care of yourself and your family so you can take care of your clients and your business. 